What's up, everyone? My name's Chris Marshall with my boy, Frank G. We are the hosts of Build the Empire Podcast. Frank G, tell the people what we do. What's going on, everybody? Chris and I, we discuss established empires while showcasing us building ours. We are on the verge of building our empire to good-looking, individual, solo, single, 29-year-olds. And Frank G, I think it's time we have an Inside the Empire episode. Inside the Empire. Deep diving. So when we have an Inside the Empire episode, that typically means that we're just going to converse, bullshit, maybe tell you some facts about us so you can get to know us and our journey of uh, of building out our massive empire that could take decades. I mean, the only thing stopping me, at least, is is either myself or death. Yeah, uh, I think most things that stop anyone is themselves. A lot of people don't find that creativity. I was just talking to my boy, um, Jose. Shout out, Jose. He uh, seems to be real creative lately. Uh, he said, after having some discussions like with me and maybe had a little creativity weekend. He said he's just been just creating, just feeling good. So, you know, it's all up to you, certainly. Well, you know, it's about self-awareness, right? You have to be self-aware to understand what you like, what you don't like, and how to, Absolutely. How to motivate yourself. What you want to spend your time on. I mean, it, it's always it's always slightly uncomfortable when someone who follows me on Instagram is like, hey, Chris, you motivate me. Because there's nothing I do to motivate anyone, right? I, I think that's an internal spark within someone and, and your words or context slightly enhances them. But in no way, shape or form should you credit you being motivated to anyone. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess they're saying more of as in how they see your mindset is and how you're moving. They're like, you know what? Why am I not doing that? But yeah, I mean, you're not purposely saying things to, I guess, well, you kind of are, right? You want people to be motivated by you, just not the sole reason of motivation. Well, the yeah, the sole reason, like I'm not intentionally trying to motivate people. What I'm trying to do is showcase a mindset that is necessary and needed to build an empire, right? You can't build an empire if you don't have a creative aspect or any sort of ambitions or skills to, to create a strategy to actually execute. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I would say a lot of people, whether they're young or inexperienced with, I don't know, entrepreneurship, they probably follow you. So why would that, you know, that's motivating. You could change someone's well perspective, kind of. Um, It's not that I'm changing their perspective. I'm showing them You're my showing, perspective. Yeah. Which right? may, and, yeah. And, and that's, that's great. The problem when you when people use the word motivation is that that word is thrown around too loosely, right? People watch Gary Vee and are motivated, but yeah, that but doesn't on mean, what? Exactly, it doesn't yeah, mean yeah, yeah. you're you're passionate and obsessed with something so much that you're gonna give two, three, five, ten years into into working. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely a difference between watching Gary Vee and being like. Oh, this is exactly how I want to be. And then having nothing to do or, no or just doing nothing. nothing. Yeah. 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 I mean, and then you also, again, have to be self-aware. What is it that you want to accomplish and do and how far do you actually want to go? I mean, I started learning playing guitar in the beginning of the year. 
I don't want to be a guitarist musician making money playing in front of crowds. I just want to learn a few songs. But you never know where the journey takes you. You never know where the journey takes you. And opportunity is a bitch. I mean, it's crazy when it comes. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe uh, you'll play the song you're trying to learn right now. I don't know if you let the people know, but uh, someone might catch wind of that and you'll let you go on stage with them. Well, you never know, right? I mean, I could be sitting in a theater in a in a magic show, and the announcer could be like, "Does anyone know how to play yeah. guitar?" And I just raise my hand, and there I am. Like, well, you, yeah, <laughs> you you see that in like uh, concerts where the lead singer is like, "Who plays guitar?" And then the guy who they put on stage kills it better than them. And it, it's just it's just crazy. Now, I recently spoke to one of my mentors, and he was slightly upset that he made a bid on a large property and he ended Mm. up not winning the bid. And I have this uh, uncanny ability to, to read energy, to know when people are down, when they're up, just based on how they act on social and how they even watch me. Right. Mm. And I use, I use a door analogy that I came up with and it's very fascinating is that people get so excited when all of a sudden a door opens, like a job, a job opportunity, right? Someone who knows someone could get this person a job interview. And now they're absolutely ecstatic that they can get this job, right? Yeah. I mean, are you going to stay motivated afterwards? Problem. Well, no, what's, what's, what's fascinating is let's say they don't get the job mm. now. Oh, they're, they're in the dumps. They're in the dumps when they were so high. They yeah, were yeah. just, they were living because the door opened and now the door closed. Now, my perspective and my mind state is two months ago, you did not know that first initial door was even going to open. Yeah, just go find another door. Or you just have to be patient and wait for those doors. Yeah, in due time. In due time, things will come. Rule number three. Rule number three. And they may not last forever, but guess what? It came once, it'll come again. I See, I, I believe that and don't believe that. I feel like sometimes maybe things don't come again, right? I well, mean, it depends what it is. Well, you could look at love. I, I, I mean, and, and Valentine's Day just passed, and love is one thing I have yet. Love and time are still the most confusing things, and I, I can't wrap my head around it. I but, mean, yeah. I mean... You may not find love again. You don't know. Yeah, but are you, but when you don't find love, what are you doing? Are you going on dates? Are you going out? Are you like looking for these doors? Or are you just letting time pass by and not doing anything? If you really want to find love. Well, I read a, uh, I've read that if you're looking for love, you have to leave your comfort zones. Yeah, it's like with almost anything, kind of. I mean, when yeah. you're learning new things, I would say, I guess. But I mean, if you haven't found love and if you're looking for love and it's something that you haven't found yet, you clearly have to go somewhere else, which is, I guess, out of your comfort zone. I think it's out of your comfort zone. Like if I was to move where I am currently and let's say go to like Arizona, fuck it, I'm stationed in Arizona. Mm-hmm. I would imagine the first friend I have, maybe not the first, but the second is going to be some nice looking women girl so you're more likely to make friends with a woman you're saying 
No, I'm saying I'm, my first friend is likely to probably be a male, but my second friend would be likely to be a female, which could spiral down into a relationship, taking me out of my comfort zone into a new spot. Now I'm living in Arizona with an Arizona girlfriend. An Arizonian. Frank G. <laughs> yeah, man, I'll certainly come visit you in this time of the year. It's brick as hell over here. But, uh, yeah, I mean. I mean, for the for the audience that we have around the globe, True. In France, shout Solid. out France. Brick means cold. And now, uh, if you have been watching you or listening, you would know we are from New York, one of the five boroughs. <sighs> yes. Well, I figured in France they may not know that. I'm sure they know. Oh well, yeah, apparently we have a few uh, French listeners all the time. Yeah. I mean, shout out to France. Uh, we love France. Yeah, I think we spoke about France last episode. Yeah, we did. <laughs> so we gave you your shout outs. All right, we're moving yeah. on. <laughs> we need to find some new shout outs. Oh, man. Well, I, people listen from all over the country. It, it's crazy. I mean, it is kind of wild to understand that people listen to your voice. And, you know, I told you a couple of weeks ago, I was on the podcast as a guest for in the UK. Yeah, yeah I remember. They're constantly reaching out to me, uh, asking me questions on how to essentially build their empire, which I guess I won't get into that rabbit hole of questions and whatnot. But it it does make me think and wonder, ponder, that one of my goals is to create a course and to create a podcast course I think is extremely efficient. I can charge these people X amount of dollars to learn everything that we ultimately know. Yeah, uh, I mean, ultimately, you'd be showing them, I guess, uh, things about the podcast not pertaining to their specific goals, like a a consultant. Well, anyone who starts a podcast has the same challenges that we face. The thing is, though, we're already, I I mean, if there's 100 levels to podcasting, we're on level 23 while they're on level one. Yeah, I mean, you know, and it comes easier to some depends i mean do you have a duo are you are you by yourself yeah but like like those individuals who i was helping and answering their questions they're Mm -hmm. wondering like how do you get listeners well you get listeners by engaging your own audience they're so fixated on getting guests that they're not fixating on On create yeah well oh i see what you're saying well so like that, that, and but yeah, but now the knowledge and value in which I would be charging is how do you get listeners? Well, you create a poll. Do you listen to YouTube or watch po- or listen to podcasts? Right. And now you literally have an inbound lead list of people you can direct message saying, Hey, could you please subscribe to my YouTube channel and, and watch our, our episode? Hey, could you please follow us on Spotify? Check us out. Leave us feedback. That is how you ultimately engage and get listeners, which we were doing fucking a shit ton when we started up. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's just funny because, you know, the people who you know, I mean, as you get older, you're closer to less people. They already know. They always, People talk to me about the podcast often. I, you know, really should be reaching out now to new people. Should be daily. Everyone you know already knows about the podcast and they talk about it, which is great. So to get the more listeners, now you go out of your comfort zone. Which which is work. And, yeah. you know, 
rightfully said, it's work that we've yet even done. Uh, well, we've done it, but not to the extent to, the extent to grow to the way we would want to scale, right? I mean, we're just having these conversations, hoping that it brings value to individuals. And I mean, we stay true to the brand that no matter what we do, we're showcasing building our empire. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it, it's a great basis to the show. It's why we have listeners. And I mean, I have people, my cousin, I think we spoke of this. He was creating a podcast. I spoke to this girl who has created a, a fitness podcast, um, fitness and diet podcast. What, what did I tell you a couple episodes ago? Tell okay. me. If, oh, but yeah, with uh, podcasting. I told you that like every met a third of the people listening to us right now are going to have their own podcast within the next two, three years, whether or not they continue with it or succeed mm. or whatever, doesn't matter, but they will try to start one. Yeah. They're on level one. And they, I see the value of it. Mm. Um, I mean, it, yeah, it's certainly, it's, it's really just that consistency. How dedicated are you to it? And are you passionate about the words you're trying to say? Or, I mean, well, everybody wants the platform, though. But the technical aspect or the salesmanship is is the difficult part. The marketing, or or, I mean, how how do you get it on Spotify and Apple? It it's so incredibly easy and simple, but nobody knows that, and somebody will pay you twenty bucks to know that. Yeah, I would say now or soon would be the time for that, right? Since you said everybody's eventually yes. going to be on it now. Yes. The sooner or later, everybody's going to know whether they do it they, or not. They, they're still not going to know because they're going to use apps like uh, the the app we used years back. I forgot the name of it. Damn. Um, For when we. Uh, Anchor. Anchor. Yeah. The app Anchor. So Anchor is a, a beginner podcasting app. And that's, a, you know, we went through those challenges on level two of the 100 level journey. Yeah, I mean, and also where we recorded changed a bunch of times. How we recorded, the equipment we changed. I, I, I mean, it, it's always evolving. But the thing is, though, I mean, realistically, we have put in. I, I, I don't know. We've we've had to put in five hundred hours at least. Yeah, well, I mean, we have five hundred hours recording time. Yeah, this is, I mean, this is episode one hundred and two. I mean, we had the quick thirty, ep- the thirty episodes of shorter time, but seventy-five episodes and thirty. Maybe not five hundred. That's a that's a bit. No, it's steep. It's got to be close. It would be maybe like three hundred. Yeah, similar something like that. That's a lot of time. Um, and that's not to mention all the you talk about it off air. You know, this isn't. Well, all that constitutes is hours, though. I mean, whenever you're speaking of the podcast, it's essentially work. Hopefully. It, it's work. <laughs> well, you, I mean, if you're enjoying it so much, is it really work, right? Well, no. In fact, we enjoy the part that's enjoy that's joyful. We don't actually do the work part. <laughs> the work part's a pain in the ass to actually get it. And you know, when I was talking to those uh, to those individuals who who were, who were creating the podcast, you know, they asked me a bunch of questions, and then they asked me, "How do we make money?" Mm. And it, I hate that question because the minute you think money, you lost. And, and, and we had that quoted last week. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's funny you say that because I had someone ask me that as well. He's like, you making money on this? Because they know how, you know, and they know weekly I'm sitting at this desk and me and you were talking. And 
I'm like, that's down the road. That that may be down the road. I'm this. That's not the the vision right now. I mean, well, I mean, it's always a vision. It's a vision, but it's it's not the sole goal at this moment. No, no. I if mean, it was if the sole it, goal, we wouldn't we be lost. doing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it is partially right. I I, I mean. The goal of building my empire, at least, is to become financially free. Now, in order to be financially free, I need to build an audience large enough where I can provide valuable content in which they will pay me for with with no, you know, unethical type of sales. Yeah. I mean, I would say financial freedom is, I would assume, everyone's goal. Who doesn't want that? I mean, it might not be their goal they work for, but it's something they dream of. Well, no, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, financial freedom, I suppose, but people are very happy working their nine to five job and and going on two vacations a year with their family. They love their boss. They, they're complacent. So it's not everyone's goal in that aspect. But I'll tell you what is very interesting is when I tell people what legacy really is, because at first they think it's it's motivational speaking and, and uh, you know, I'm just doing things, right? But the end goal is to eventually monetize off the audience that is there, correct? Yeah, I mean, it just takes so you're, you're building it, so it's going to take a while. But, and but when I explain that to people, they always look at me like I then am a scumbag. It's very, very interesting. I mean, anybody who is, I don't know, uh, has an audience like a an actor or Joe Rogan, they're utilizing their audience. They're not being a scumbag. Of course. I'm not I'm not forcing you to buy something or lying to, to sell you something wrong. Well, you know what I think it is? I think the way you think and the way you would explain things, some people may not get and may not understand because you're kind of like breaking it down to the lowest level where like you're explaining how you're, take, you're building this audience and then once you have this audience and they're rocking with you, they're not doing nothing to take advantage of them. You're going to use this audience to help you. But then they look at me when I try to explain that as if like it's a secret ulterior motive that like I'm, I'm, I'm manipulating people. But like, no. And clearly, if there's no end goal from a monetary standpoint, Outside of having a platform to to have my voice live on, right? That's legacy. To have yeah. my voice live on, or to have a child, one or the other. Or I mean, both. or both. Hopefully, it's both. Um, I I don't know. I don't think it's wrong to monetize your audience. I mean, I would certainly say not. I mean, people look at you cockeyed, like you scumbag. Well, you know, I. W- what do they do? Like, what do these people do? I mean, they're obviously not on that the same thought process as you. Same nobody's same on the fucking same thought process as me most of the time. It's fucking. It is what it is. <laughs> got a little, uh, little angry over that. I got uh, you know, but 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 I woo side and let it go. I saw that. I saw that you did come. You did come down real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting heated, and then I was like. <laughs> I can't change nothing. It is what it is. It is. That's it. You can't control it. You just roll with it. Man, but you, you know, at work, it's been a very, very tough month. And people are, Mm. are, uh, they're just down. The morale is extremely down currently at work. And people look at me because my attitude is always level-headed. 
I don't let nothing dictate my my attitude of positivity and, and optimism. And it's funny how people are envious of that. And I don't get it. Uh, well, I guess there's levels to that. I mean, there's all those like, uh, like, what are you envious of? Are you envious of that? This is my mindset or are they like working for their money where they may go broke or they may live on the streets or. So, so I think a lot of that mindset when it comes to at least a work environment comes to probably where you are financially. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I have, uh, I could be level headed when it comes to work because I'm not desperate for the paycheck that's paying me. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, certainly less stressful if you know, if that's the case. Uh, people who are working paycheck to paycheck. But I also can't let things I can't control bother me. And, and that, fortunately, I've never let be the case. Unless like maybe it's like a, a female. That could, <laughs> that could probably. But then again, it is what it is. What are you going to do? Yeah, well, I think as as that's happened to us uh multiple times over the last 29 years you just kind of learn that not even females also your friends your yeah. friends i mean they, they don't they can't listen to your communication and uh, you can't control it but it frustrates the fuck out of you well that's because you think uh it you would think you're on the same wavelength clearly not all the time which is which is wild it's wild and like i just know whatever wavelength i'm on is fucking the base like it's rocking. <laughs> I love to hear that, man. <laughs> you there? Like that little amp you got. You making fun of my little guitar? No, 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 no. I think I'm sure as loud as could be. I don't know, man. I've been having like a terrible experience lately. With the uh, the amp or guitar? I mean, I bought the guitar. Then I had to buy the amp. Then it doesn't come with the wire. I had to buy the wire. Now I need a headset because I can't <laughs> find the headset that I had. And now I don't know how to put the batteries in the amp. So like I'm sitting here just... It, Electric guitar, no sound. Yeah, because you would need a headset, right? You can't be just jamming out with an amp in your house. Well, yeah, I mean, anyone in my house would be probably extremely annoyed <laughs> if they just hear me jamming the fuck out. Shadow probably be uh, up there jamming with you. I tell you what, Shadow seems to like the guitar. Every time I, I practice, little guy comes up he starts like gnawing on like the handle the knobs like you can't do that can't bro. be doing that can't be doing that take a I sock was, or something i was pissed i, I, I gotta stop giving him the sock bro i'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, outside no, he bites my socks when i come uh, over yeah i'm outside i'm helping my neighbor and all of a sudden like i'm touching my jacket whole thing is shredded little bastard fucking shredded my jacket oof that ain't a good feel right there. I, I, that's, but that's your little man, so you can't really get too. That's mad. my boy. Like, it, I mean, yeah, but come on, like I, I don't fucking go to your toys and take a scissor and cut them. <laughs> but he yeah. don't understand. I get it. Yeah, he, it's like a, a different world for him. Your jacket's one of his toys. Uh, trust as long me, as it ain't man. the easies. He knows not to touch the easies. I don't know why he knows or how he knows. He knows. It's probably because you got in his face a few times. Yeah, I, I get in his face anytime it goes near the goddamn. <laughs> touch my easy. Yeah, it makes sense. But I'm sure, you know, socks go in shoes. So he may know something about that. And that's probably why he goes for your shoes. I don't know, but pets are dope. Dogs are dope. Yeah, I'd I love mean, to get one eventually. Yeah, well, I guess. People get cats because they don't have time for the dog. 
I can't get a cat. I'll be fucking. You'll be allergic. Yeah, I'd die. You be you come over to my house. You think I'm high? I don't even smoke pot. What? Huh? You saying I would think you're high even though you don't smoke? What are you saying over there? <clears throat> what are you What are your feelings towards marijuana? Love it. Oh, never smoked though. Who said that? <clears throat> I don't know. It's a little thing I just heard. Let me tell you something. Right after this episode, I'm going to roll the fucking fattest blunt and smoke it. And then... The fattest. Will, it's going to be extremely fat. I told you, and I tell all my friends, and I tell anyone, nothing has changed about me <laughs> except my blunts got bigger. <laughs> I am the same person I was when I was 15 years old. Nothing I changed. mean, that is not true. I don't know. I don't know, man. You, <laughs> I knew I was destined for you, greatness then. I knew I was destined for greatness now. Uh, for the sake of yourself, I would hope that's not true. You have ha- you have to keep changing and elevating as you get older. I mean, sure, you evolve, but like I'm the same person. I like so your core values maybe stayed the same, but you sure. got bigger, you got smarter, you have more money. Sure, but <laughs> you know, I well that doesn't that's not a characteristic. That's just me getting wealthier as I got older. I was but, one thing out of the three things I said. Yeah, so thirty three percent. But my intention, <laughs> hey, my you got smarter. <laughs> uh, my intentions have never wavered. My life is still similar. It's very similar. The only thing is that money aspect, that thirty-three percent of of your uh, your 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 breakdown, that's what makes those blunts fat. Yeah, well, <laughs> so I guess without that, those things wouldn't be any better. Yeah, I'd be the same person exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You know, we have a. Uh, we're starting to build a couple of segments, and I think one of the segments we should have is what, uh, you know, what was said on Facebook, or 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 Instagram or something, because again, yesterday, uh, someone said, "What was your first successful business?" And I just comment, "I was like, my first successful business was selling pot for about ten years, and then I got caught." But that's a good comment right there. And did they respond to this conversation or they just leave that one? I was actually very surprised. I did not get a bunch of likes. Maybe I did and I just didn't get notified. But I mean, usually when I drop a comment, I know if it's going to, you know, he's going to blow up. Yeah, I yeah, guess yeah, yeah. that depends on the demographic of the, the group you're in. Yeah, well, the demographic was click funnels, a bunch of fucking conservative business owners. So, <laughs> yeah, but they're all entrepreneurs, man. I, I swear I'm going to make. A brash opinion right now. All right. Let's hear it. 80% of entrepreneurs smoke pot. Or have, like currently, or they, they always smoke pot, or they have? They, all right, if we're going to get into that, 80, all right, let's lower it down a bit. Eh. 65% That's a big of drop. entrepreneurs uh-huh. smoke pot twice a year. <laughs> uh, twice a year i mean <laughs> you probably you, you put me on the spot here i'm just saying I was, you really gave them some leeway i well i was just yeah you know what that's 65 percent back up to 80 yeah because it's only twice a year yeah all right it's back up to 80 it's back up to 80 that's a whole business that eventually 
I mean, who knows? So, suppose. Who, yeah, hopefully. I mean, I'm hoping my world comes back around where I can get back in the business, but legally. Yeah, you want to have a nice cannabis shop? I mean, I'm in, I go where the money goes. Mm-hmm. And it seems like that industry is a very difficult industry to make money since you need so much money. And due to where it is currently, socially, federally, you need a lot of money. You need insurances, liability. Yeah. I, it just, and I'm not, I'm not going to sit there and be a bud tender for like 15 bucks an hour. That ain't happening. Yeah. Well, you know, there's people who probably are like super passionate about that. One day want to grow their own bud and like create their own strain and they'll, they'll work for that low money. I mean, that's some entrepreneurs kind of like that, right? They're not in it for the money. They're in it for just to outlive, to live their passion. Yeah, but I don't know if that's a true entrepreneur. I mean, that's just a complacent person. Complacent business person. There's nothing wrong with it. But if you don't have enough money to like do what you want or you're just severely capped in your ability to maneuver – Mm. I don't know if that's like a passion thing. That's just you being probably silly or delusional. So what if you open a business and then you're in like debt for quite some years and I'd like maybe a decade or more, maybe two decades. Kevin O'Leary says, I don't even know if it's Kevin O'Leary. I might've just read this in a book, but Kevin O'Leary came up. If your business is not profiting within 36 months, you have to drop your business. The problem is people become delusional and they continue and they ignore the actual numbers and it's their baby. They made it. It's their mm-hmm. loan. So they don't drop it. Then they get in more debt. They get in more debt. So mm-hmm. like you have to have that self-awareness. of yeah. Is it working or not? Yeah. I was just going to say that comes back to you picking up tr- like, you know, hobbies that become, passions self-awareness is this what you want to do is this going to make me successful yeah certainly i mean i would agree you don't want to start something that's just gonna put you in a bad position and have a plan i mean i was gonna buy an ice cream store when i was fucking 24 i was gonna it was gonna cost me like 30 grand i was i probably had 40 grand to my name and i was getting ready to spend like half month half my money more and I'm, I'm going through the books and I'm like, wait a second, this doesn't add up. I have to sell like 600 cups of ice cream at $2.99 to break even and, and make a 60000 a year. Like what? No. Yeah. I mean, that's why most ice cream places probably have, well, one, something that open, you know, half the year or seven months out of the year. But other than that, they sell cakes or they do something else. If you can't do... If you're just selling ice cream, you probably are not selling 600 well, cups. That's just- what got me is that he gave me the ability to create product. So learning out skills from Carvel, I was like, I think this is actually a very good deal. Um, especially it was a franchise and I, I was bypassing the franchise fees and all, all that bullshit. So mm-hmm. I was actually getting severely hooked up. Well, but that's that. Sense. Yeah. Say what are you saying? I was just saying it, it just didn't make sense. The, the business move didn't make sense. Yeah, and that, that store is still there. That store is still there. What's even more interesting is I was going to go into business with a partner, an old friend of mine, in which we don't even speak. So That's that, a lesson right there. That is a huge lesson. 
and his dumbass was like ready to drop the money like fucking he was depending on me to make it work well that's because he's not looking at the books and probably not an entrepreneur or that mindset yeah he's like just fuck it i'll work here i'll own it like nah man we have to we have to look at hiring we have to look at uh time and fucking scaling we have to look at it oh man it was a headache stupid oh yeah i'm sure there's a lot of people who just want to own something or just want something that's i guess similar to homes but like a business someone just wants a business but if it's not successful that's a headache and a half i would not want that i mean you can say legacy is somewhat of a business but like it doesn't generate no money but it's something it's interesting yeah, but if it's something that's a plan that's still going on the way you want it to, then it it's still yeah, working. Yeah. And and if I was if I had to put a bunch of money in it and I was losing money, I would have to shut it down. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean it's it's totally different than I guess buying a store and not selling six hundred cups of ice cream. Oh man, brick and mortars are dead. They're dead. Maybe they'll come back. I don't know, but they're dead. The only way people go into an ice cream shop and sit there with their cup of ice cream is if it's in an igloo. Yeah, I was just, I was gonna say that. My sister works at one of those igloo spots. Yeah, you, you could you could buy a bot. First of all, it costs fifty bucks to rent the igloo, so you go in there for what? And it's only forty five minutes. You could buy a bottle of champagne. Well, well, that's supply and demand based on COVID currently. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the igloos wouldn't be there unless COVID. This was in a and uh an adaptive move i tell you i want to be in one of those igloos in like iceland with like some hottie yeah that'd be great yeah you know just uh just us but they're transparent <laughs> like i guess i guess i wouldn't want to be in the igloo with some hottie if i could look at my next door neighbor's igloo and see right through it yeah you'd be seeing her boobies up against the oh whoa, 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 the children's show you can't say boobies <laughs> this is the children's show what we said we <laughs> talking about smoking weed Oh, whoa, whoa. Dee -dee. <laughs> I was watching The Office and Dwight was milking it with the kid. <laughs> Come over here and touch these TDs. <laughs> he was talking about the cow -wetters. Yeah, that's hilarious. Great show. Yeah, did you get my message in answer? I can't believe that that dude is in Breaking oh, he's in Bad. Both. Yeah. And he's in he's Moe's of, of yeah, he's The Mo Office. Moe's minute but he is funny he's very minute but he is in the show like he has a role i well, mean the, badger and breaking bad is a small role too well the, is that your connections is that your networking how are you how are you into can you not act that you haven't gotten bigger roles would it no i think that's fucking the fact he is in two of potentially the top 10 greatest shows of all time from all categories if you name all categories Breaking Bad and The Office seems like it's in the top 10 of the best shows ever. Yeah. Um, just who you talk to. The fact that this dude was in both of them is insane. He has a net worth of $100 million. So, no. I don't think he's not talented. I think he's... Well, he's there's no way he got... You'd think he got that money just from those shows? He's got to be doing his own thing. He created his own show as well that was picked up and had four seasons. Oh, but you also and said he writes a little bit. I was going to say he he was a writer on The Office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Then. That show <laughs> is still watched, streamed as much as... If that wasn't off Netflix, that'd still be the well, number one stream I show. I cannot tell you how many... I was watching yesterday where... Uh, uh, Andy 
saying, I will remember. You know, you know that song? <laughs> yes. Yo, he killed it. Fucking killed it. I've been wa- I've been listening to this song for the past like twelve hours just on YouTube. Like he, him or that? Yeah, him. Song. He sings it better, bro. He sings it better than the than Sarah McLaughlin. Oh, that's a that's a brash opinion right there. No, no, it's not, bro. Shut up. You said the weekend is like Michael Jackson. I but said first this, of all, you would take hey, a context. Shut up and th- totally mis- misguiding the audience. I said he sounds a little bit like Michael Jackson. You are. He has tried. Bro, what What are you talking about? He's he wear a red jacket on the Super Bowl. He was clearly trying to beat Michael Jackson. I didn't see no white glove. You see a white glove? I didn't see no white I glove. I saw other gloves because he was, wants his still to have his own image. No, no, I don't know. He what was you're we- talking about. he was he wearing black gloves. Did not replicate Michael Jackson. He, he is nowhere near Michael Jackson. He's nowhere near as talented. But he oh, sounds a little. I never said go back to the last episode one on one. I was gonna, but it was a long episode. I couldn't find it. I was like, yeah, fuck it. But I was gonna put you on blast. You deserve to be on blast for saying that precious decision. It was a brash opinion, and it first of all, it is true. Man, I there is only one person who is remotely close to being compared to Michael Jackson. If you're comparing someone who sounds nothing like Michael Jackson, that is irrelevant. Bro, it is the genre of R&B and pop, which could be hip-hop as well. Who who is compared to Michael Jackson? Chris Breezy. That doesn't even... It's not even the same category of all... Are you out of your mind? The dancing, the singing... The innovation, I'm talking the longevity, about... the hits. Chris Brown is the new age Michael Jackson. Yeah. And you're telling me The weekend is? First of all, The weekend is very talented. And second of all, I said he sounds, voice, sounds like him. What are you not understanding? Everything you're saying. You don't sound like me. Your voice is totally different than mine. Chris Breezy does not sound like Michael Jackson. The weekend. Sounds similar to Michael Jackson when he sings. He is not as good. He is not as talented. But he sounds similar to Michael Jackson. Look, I'm getting frustrated. I'm going to end the show here. I'm going to get high. Apparently, you're already high. And that is that. <laughs> I'm done with you as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm done with you first. Yeah, all right. All right. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, see you, guys. we'll yeah. see you guys next time. yeah, yeah. yeah. Have to end this show now. Michael Jackson. Crazy. Crazy kid. Don't understand nothing I'm saying.